Well, hello. If you're watching this, it means together we're navigating what will come to be called one day the Great Christmas Blizzard of 22. Uh, there's been some kind of weather event that makes it safer for us not to gather. So in anticipation of that, we prepared a moment of worship and reflection, something that you can access across the internet. It's my prayer that we've survived this event, Everyone has been safe and warm. Uh, the first responders and those who keep our electricity going, all those people who fill in the gap and take care of us, I trust they've been well as also. So here we are, let's enter in. I wanna invite you to join in, uh, to participate as well as to watch. If possible and if safe, where you are, get a candle, even an advent wreath, but let's start with those candles unlit. Ready? Now, stop and ponder with me just for a moment. However crazy it's been, breathe deep and ponder the meaning of the birth of Jesus. Just what does it mean that the infinite has made an appearance in a stable? The infinite has made an appearance in the stable. It all begins at this very moment when all the universe is asking this very question.
In the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 2, we read these words. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Friends, think about light for just a moment. Light gives life. Imagine, if you can, our solar system with no sun. Not only dark, but deathly cold, and indeed no gravitation, it, the whole solar system would go flying apart. It would be a dramatic death indeed. But with light on earth, there is warmth. Plants grow. There is night and day. There are seasons, the coming and the going, and the habitat that brings life in all its many forms, the ecosystems that include us and the whole world. Light brings life. The other thing about light is that it lets us see. With light, we can see ourselves in a mirror. I realize I have some things to lose and some things that I have lost and would love to gain. But I see myself, or I at least have the opportunity to see myself as I really am when there's light. Light lets us see, and it lets us see others. And in this light, I can see other people around the world. And because the light is Christ, I can see that we have a shared humanity. We have a shared need of the Savior. I see those things clearly in the light that has dawned. I don't see other people first as competitors or predators or oppressors because a light has dawned and now we can see in that light, I see others and our shared humanity and our shared need of a savior. A third thing about light is it lets us see the handiwork of the light giver. We can look all around and because of the light, we can see what he has made. We can see what has been done by the grace of the living God. We can even ponder what that God might be like. Yes, friends, a light comes upon us, but it comes from the outside. It's not ours to generate. Oh, we can perhaps imitate it with technology for a time. But this is a light that comes from outside to us. It has dawned upon us. It's something we have seen but we have not created ourselves. That light that has dawned is there through no effort or merit of our own. A little later, the prophet will say, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. Friends, that's how this light that dawns upon us comes to us. It's the purpose of the living God, his zeal to rescue his creation.
This light and all that it brings is the Lord's working, not ours. Light has come into darkness, his light, our darkness, and we are the ones who benefit from it, but we are not the ones who originate it. It is ours to receive and to receive on the terms in which it's given and presented and brought to us. And then by that light to live as we have been called. The Advent candle has as its center the Christ candle. And it's a marvelous reminder that Christ is at the center of all that God has done, is doing, and will do, both in us and for us and through us. So it is, as I asked you to ponder, the infinite has appeared in a stable and light has dawned on us, on those sitting in darkness. As you picture that stable and think of the centrality of the light of Christ, make sure your mind pictures a stable that is big enough for three things. First, there's a cradle. For this is the message of this particular night that the Lord of the Bible, the great and glorious creator, has laid aside his glory and taken on human form. He's in a cradle. But there's also in this stable a cross because this baby, the historical Jesus, will grow up and willingly give his life as a ransom for ours and for all who will receive him. The light of life has reached out, has rescued us and given us hope. Finally, make sure there's room in your stable for the crown. For this true and perfect king will one day return and establish his kingdom in full and completely. He will bring justice and righteousness, the prophet Isaiah says, to all who receive him. The cradle, the cross, and the crown. The infinite is found in a stable as a light from outside has dawned upon us and risen for us. Now, the Lord has come. That means Emmanuel, the Lord with us.
Friends, the gospel is the announcement of what God has done. It's a light dawning for those who are living in the land of darkness. It makes known to us what Jesus has made available for us to receive and for us to offer to the world. With that in mind, I wanna reverse the typical Advent candle and I wanna make clear that Christ is the light of the world and the center of life. Christ is our hope. By his grace in us, he moves through us for the world. Christ is our peace. His grace in us, his grace through us for the world. Christ is our joy. His grace in us, his grace through us for the sake of the world. And finally, the last one, Christ is our agape, our love. The unilateral love for us that empower us to live by grace for others and to show that to him. Now, their benediction from Isaiah chapter 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Friends, I pray that this day and every day that the, you may be a receiver of God's light and of his grace, as well as one who passes along that light and grace to others. Amen and amen.